In a world where heresy blankets the airwaves, religious stuffed shirts suck the life out of Sunday morning, and prosperity teachers rob grandmothers of their pensions, three unassuming ministers endeavor to shine the light of biblical theology and put the fun back in fundamentalism. Broadcasting live from the Hall of Dogma... Brought to you this week by Belkin, GE, and Samsung. Welcome in to episode, what is this? 28. 28 of the Gospel Friends. I'm David. I'm, I'm Chase. I'm Nick. Hey, is that not Integris? Can we do that and not get sued? Like act like people are sponsoring us when they're oh. really not? I had no idea where you're going with that. I didn't either. I, oh, I didn't has, know that any of those had to do with the number twenty eight. Well, I didn't. I didn't actually come up with anything this week. Okay. So I was just naming stuff that I saw on the table. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that explains part of that. It could have been by Mountain Dew. What uh, about Apple or Chase, Google? Even Chase. Yeah, how did you not see the Apple logos on the table? Logos. Oh, I don't know. I kind of like that. Brought to you by Diet Mountain Dew. Welcome into episode twenty eight of the Gospel Friends. Brought to you by... That's my podcast voice. Nas- back-to-back national champions, 2020. Oh. Hell, and it, that, that took like 30 seconds for you to get into some sad SEC talk, which... Hey, I was going... Look, I was going with what's on the table. Brought to you by Amazon oh. and LiftMate. <laughs> Makers <laughs> of fine church tables everywhere. Lifetime. Which, it as, is lifetime. Oh, it is lifetime. <laughs> Is dyslexia a, a thing for you? And it's also David. broke, so it's not that that fine of a table. Yeah. How, wait a minute. How did that table break? That's one of our good I tables. I called Devon. <laughs> nice. 3D. So if you want to get in Which contact with you us. You do not want to contact <laughs> us for any random you? reason right now. Uh, you've got Twitter, at my gospel friends on Twitter. Um, everyone in the Hall of Dogma, what we need to do is we need to join forces, and we need to have Emmanuel join the Twitter. And so we need some uh, help with that. If you're in the he Hall of Dogma, he, he, he won't cave to peer pressure. The The thing to get Emmanuel would be for all of us to say that we don't want him and it would anger us if he joined Twitter. That all right. Well, bad. I'll defer to David's expertise on dealing with the general. Um, me and Chase are afraid of him. So uh, we'll defer. And <laughs> He's all talk. He's not afraid <laughs> awesome. of nothing. Uh, you'll hear us talk a couple times on the show about the Hall of Dogma. You can find that facebook.com slash group slash Hall of Dogma. It has been quite entertaining uh, the last few weeks. I'll save some of my discussion for that for later in the show. Um, but all I have to say is I told you so. Um, and we'll get to that in a little bit. If you want to leave us some voice correspondence, please feel free to do that. Uh, voicemail. <laughs> to <laughs> What? <laughs> voice correspondence. Just sounds I, look, like well, he's look. trying to better himself, David. <laughs> he's look, trying I, to use big words like we asked him well, to no. do off air to sound more intellectual, and you're mocking him. I'm trying to flip out of ladies' man mode, and I'm trying. And I, I'm my only option is business professional. If you <laughs> don't encourage him, he's just going to use two syllable or one syllable words like he'd been doing in the past. The gospel friend's hotline is lighting up right now with <laughs> ladies calling in to see if Nick is available. He's not, ladies. He is happily married. And that's how he actually asked Lisa out for the first time. He was like, "Oh, please explain this." If you would like to voice correspond with me, my number please call is two zero five five seven five nine seven three five. 
Mm. I'm winning in the Hall of Dogma Football League by two points right now. I am also. Wait a minute. We are in the playoffs. Yeah, but you're sunk, David. Week 14. You're you're going out of the playoffs today. Jeremiah is my opponent, the Fighting Mongooses. Yeah, I'm I'm begging Aaron Rodgers to have a career night tomorrow night, which they're playing Atlanta, so (laughs) I'm hoping the two just get into a shootout because I've got – Aaron Rodgers and Julio Jones. So. All right, so the, uh, the the Gospel Friends Hall of Dogma Football League is uh, we, we've reached the playoffs, and so we've got eight of the 12 teams um, who made it in. Uh, honorable mention to the Mighty Men of Valor, Spartion. That was uh, Robert, the what's his name, the Defender? The Defender. Yeah. Well, we talked about giving him that name. We never actually officially oh, okay. bestowed it upon him. Well, I wouldn't based on how many points his defense gave up this season. <laughs> Anywho, we could based on his excellent blog with uh, lots of great apologetics topics. Uh, yeah, we could do that too. The Fantasy Phenoms and the Predestined. Uh, it's kind of ironic. Um, honorable mention to you guys. Thanks for playing. Uh, we'll too bad you year. stunk and couldn't get into the playoffs. So, The rest of us, however, are there. Chase, you know what I love right now? One through eight. What? Is the audience is getting a feel for the real David. That's right. So he's had this. this I was up to four thirty. I got four hours sleep last night. And, That's about uh, what I got too. A little so, out of it. So, all right. Would you so, like me to call the ambulance for you? Here or? we here we it's go. Here. So we're in with we're in with Nick. Nick is playing the uh, the thundering and just playing the Red Sea pedestrians. Kristen, who made it in at number eight, just squeaked in there. Kristen, congratulations! Looks and like currently Kristen beating me. Is really going to have a chance for the yeah. uh, for the elimination of the first seed there. That yeah. would be a uh, I am super dad on Twitter. That's right. Uh, then we've got, um, let's see, Chase, I think you were the number two seed. Uh, pl- the Thundering Pauls playing Heavenly Raptor, Nathan Martin. Good job, Nathan. Um, and That's you're, Captain Cadaver's brother. Yes, and you're currently um, winning. Yeah, destroying him. Sorry, Captain Cadaver's brother. Then let's see, who was number three? Was that... Mm, you were number four. Okay, so I guess three was the Royal Reds. Yep. V, playing Baker's Dozen, Jared. Uh, That's is, actually going to be a high-scoring affair right there. Uh, so, Jared, is that Jared from Utah, Jared? Hey, I've got a technical question. You didn't, wait, I, can you answer my question yes, first? Yes, it's, it's Utah, Jared. Utah, Jared. Yes. Is this boring? Oh, I don't know. I kind of feel a little... Are you bored? A little... Well, we've not talked about the Fantasy Football League at all this year. We we set up this league, we invited people to play, and we've given it no airtime. So, I don't know, it just feels a little unplanned or something. Well, I guarantee you it's planned if I could find the document where we usually plan these shows at for this week. And then I am playing uh, Jeremiah. Is this Jeremiah Martin? Is this yes. Captain Cadaver? Okay, so I'm playing Captain Cadaver and uh, currently winning by two points. So. First round. Congratulations. Congratulations to everyone who made it the first round. We'll we'll see uh, who makes it into the um, well the next round. I yeah. guess that'd be the round after this one. That's right. All right. The semifinals, I believe. Okay. So, guys, what's on tap for today other than uh, fantasy football talk? Can I can I tell people where to actually leave the voice correspondence? Didn't we already do that like fifteen minutes ago? We never got to it. David took over. Oh, and then started berating members of the hall. Well, if I had a ball cap on, I'd whack him with it, but um, I don't. So, better. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, give you me Dave's willing to share. Let's let Nick finish his part. Okay. No, it's okay. No, this no, is I'm your good. thing. Uh, no, it's fine. Well, that and posting the show. Go ahead. No, I'm good. I'll do they it. They know by now. 
205-575-9735. And the third caller wins our prize. So we've got ladies man, call center associate, and used car salesman. That's the three voice options you have. Used for. car salesman. Oh, that was used car salesman. And radio DJ. And strong and silent, Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> In chair number four. Rest his soul. So Whoa, what's whoa, whoa. Bernard died? He was dead the whole time. Well, he wasn't. He was imaginary the whole time. Oh. Don't tell him. Oops. That's kind of a big difference, right? So what's on tap for today? David, we go to you first. What's on tap? Hey, did you hit record earlier, right? Yep. Okay. Um, I was, I'm was. i going to do a segment today on uh, the Fantasy Football League. Okay. That we, that Fantastic. We've been doing. Nick, over to you. What's on tap? Hall of Dogma. Hall Monitor. Here we are. Sounds good. And over to me, the thing that's on tap is to send it to you, David, for your segment. Um, what were you thinking? So you don't actually have a topic? I'll get there. Okay. <laughs> this is oh, going swimmingly. Um, it's almost like we don't actually have anything. Edit point, Nick. Hold on. I think we should be upfront with people. That's another edit point. Okay. No, I think we right. should tell people the truth. We agreed that we weren't going to be honest about the fact that we were a little underprepared today. Okay. Underprepared would would actually indicate some level of preparedness. Nick, that's a third edit point. I don't want people to know we're not as prepared as normal for the show today. That's <laughs> okay. We've done, unprofessional. We've done nothing. We have. We don't even have an episode twenty-eight document on the Google Drive. Yes, we do. edit point. We and by really the way, do. I made a document. Just because you didn't make the document, you can, <laughs> you are incapable of finding something you didn't make. I made it exactly like you wanted. I found made. it without an issue. Okay, it's not it's not the real document if I don't make it. I'm the document guy. And you, you always miss Madonna. You always misspell stuff. And you house. you put you put edit point. You Nick. put uh, what's those what's uh, the dots and stuff in the sentences. There's no dots there. <laughs> punctuation. Yeah, you yes, put punctuation, punctuation in places that it doesn't belong. You can brilliantly break apart and teach scripture, and you don't know the word punctuation. Okay, look. Here's the deal. Brilliantly, we, that's a strong word. We did not. We did not have Pay tribute we, to your elders and all that. All right, look. We. I'm older. We. <laughs> Oh my gosh! We did Mom, not prepare Dad, an ounce fight. for this show. That we is don't, not true. We don't know what we're talking about. I have an Evernote file. Okay, whatever. Look, you know what you're Just doing? Just because you're you going, did not prepare, doesn't mean I did not prepare. You, Amen. You, did you prepare? I did. I made the document. <laughs> <laughs> There's no document. There, there is, is a document. Is there anything in it? Oh my word! It says episode 28, November 30th. Is that? Is and there it's anything all the notes from last week's show where he copied and pasted. But the title says episode 28 for 2014 12-6, which is today. Even, that's not even. Not today. That's not even a date. The right Today's date. The tw- Oops. Today is that. Help us, Lord. A day that will live okay. in infamy. The there day go. the gospel friends were Let's not just fully move prepared on. for their show. Let's just move on to the part I normally do. Please. What were you thinking, Global Edition? I have worked all week to find these stories. By, Good. By all week, I mean in the last 30 seconds. Excellent. Um, none of these are... Um, this well, is the point where I wish we had a video show because... There have been about fifteen face palms already. How about I just <laughs> yes. I give you guys headlines and you tell me if it sounds interesting to talk about? That sounds good. Okay. Do we need to pause the recording that on for this episode? No, we we'll just I'll just tell. I'm just going to okay. say them because none of these sound overly interesting to me. Okay. But you know I don't know. Student told to unclog toilet with bare hands. <laughs> that actually sounds like a pretty good story. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's let's quantify what we mean by pretty good. Like, okay, for, you know, for David's segment, pretty good. 
Oth- okay. Othello, Washington. And oh I my don't gosh, know, his name is Othello? No, that's the name of the town. Oh, dang. Which is probably, say, that makes it that much better. Which is probably not the right name, because this week I got a text message from John letting me know that I had mispronounced Barry Hank, Pennsylvania, or whatever Wilkes that was. Wilkes-Barre. Yeah, that's it. It looks like Wilkes Bar, but it is, in fact, Wilkes-Barre. Yeah. And since he's a native, well, he's not from, a native Pennsylvania, but he owns property in Pennsylvania, or he's he should lived know. lived in Pennsylvania, and he got flustered about it. No, he so. didn't. He was incredibly kind. You're in a bad mood today. You are. Can you smack yourself with your own hat? Please. That'd be delightful. A Washington State oh, teacher. Look, you got romantic with your wallpaper. I love... Well, I, I don't say good. Edit points. <laughs> Um, by that, he meant that I have a picture on my phone of me and my wife <laughs> standing by a lake, fully <laughs> fully clothed. Oh, my gosh. Are you guys, like, trying out some sample prescription things from your doctor or something just to see if they work? Because I'm a little John, concerned here. John, I love you. I was just messing with you. Othello uh, Washington, a Washington State teacher, acknowledged ordering an 8-year-old student to unclog a toilet with his bare hands. What? Eight years? Wow. The third grader said he had reported a clog, and teacher Brent Taylor told him to clear it with his bare hands. The parents complained, and the principal reprimanded Taylor and warned him that any further incidents like this would lead to his termination. He also ordered the the 23-year-old teaching veteran to review a hygiene course. (laughs) So, So... we, yeah, because that's what's needed here. We have yeah. to we have to give a twenty three year teaching veteran a hygiene course that it might not be appropriate to stick your hands in a toilet. Here's what I want to know: is what the kid did? Because this is one of those things that that, that gets put on website or whatever. I want to know what teacher the kid, spouse what teacher spouse. You're, I, oh, look, absolutely. Yeah, but this is one of those context is king things because I'm all I'm pretty sure teachers. this is one oh, of those things true. where like the kid was trying to flood the bathroom. My wife's a teacher too, and like stuck the toilet paper in there and just flushed it and tried to get the whole roll to flush or something. So um, I'm not advocating the teacher was right, but I'm just like you're saying this, we probably don't have. This sounds like something that if me and some friends were playing pranks back in elementary school, we would have been forced to do if we jacked up. One of the school toilets, kind of thing. Well, it actually looks like he was pulling out strands of paper. See, so oh. it, this was not like Mister. When Hanky. you say it looks, yeah. oh, when you say There's it looks like, now I'm good without it. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see it. I just that's an interesting. We'll have it in the show notes in case there. people. Wait, when I trouble. said what? You said it looks like he's pulling out strands. Oh, I didn't know. It's not a picture. I just meant like okay, I was good. reading. Good. Hey, I've got a question, a hard hitting uh, journalistic question for you guys. Okay, um, have you ever had to do that? By hand? Yes. No. Um, yes. The bathroom yes. would have to flood. I Look, have. there's certain scenarios where you would have to do that by hand. No. Like, for instance, uh, it's the second date with a girl you really like. You go to her house and, you know, something like that. You might have to do it with your hand. You? I, no, no, no. I've never had that. I'm just think, trying to think you, through scenarios. You had to unclog a toilet with your hands? I have had to On unclog. the second date? No, no I, I mean, honestly, I just made that up. But oh, okay. I could see scenarios oh, where that could happen. But I have, I, I do have a, a memory of unclogging a toilet with my hand. It's uh, actually, terrifying. I, I actually know about that because you've told me that story. But you also swore me to secrecy. Okay, what's your next uh, next topic there? When, that, we're going to add that to the third newsletter. Um all right, the nine ninety nine prescription. Nick, it's, it's uh, not prescription. Seven minutes that forty six seconds. If you keep going, I'm going to tell the dog story. That would be subscription. Stop. Go. Go. America's go. first vegan butcher shop is no joke. 
A vegan butcher shop sounds like an oxymoron, but believe because it or not, it such a venue is soon going to be operating <laughs> in the United States. Is it like craft cut vegetables? Like what? By having surpassed the Kickstarter goal, you can you can get people to give money to anything out there. Why can't we advertise on Kickstarter? Well, if we did well, something like ultra liberal and and vegany like that, we probably would. Having surpassed their Kickstarter goal of sixty thousand dollars, the herbivorous butcher, herbivorous, herbivorous, herbivorous. yeah, herbivorous, herbivorous. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of sleep either. Captain so. Crunchy just messed up uh, pronunciation. We'll be setting up shop theology. in Minneapolis. So welcome, you know, well, not welcome. Go, Minnesota. go to Minnesota. Bringing meat-free meat to vegans. <laughs> Have you all ever tried vegan uh, meat-free kind of meat stuff? It's meat-free meat. They're it's, advertising. It's awful. Uh, they're advertising now. John, our friend John, uh, who listens every week, actually used to get the uh, burger at Red Robin that wasn't the real burger. It's like the, the veggie fake. burger. Yeah, and he no, yeah, the tofu or whatever. Yeah, and he liked it. Yeah, they're I going like- to be serving a host of meatless options, including ribs, bacon, chicken, <laughs> sausage, and more. Wow, that's kind of intrigued. They have combined their vegetarian lifestyle with their Guamanian roots and. Okay, really, both of you just completely went away from your mics and started looking at your phones. What? I don't know, David. This this one, it, it's not quite up to the usual quality. I, I'm sorry. I was a little distracted. The meatless meat. I don't know. That's that's fairly interesting. Uh, you know what? I've, I've already clicked X on the tab. I'm done. Okay. Why don't we go to the game? There was some stuff. What is this stuff? Well, you normally you do more cooked. than this. Well, I, I told you... I'm trying to be truthful and honest with people. We had no preparation this week at all. Edit point. No documents. No nothing. And there is a document. <laughs> that is a profound lie. And, and I have notes. And like, I was trying to hurry up and find stories, and that's all I could find. So okay, why don't well, we just go? Let's just move. Let's move to the game. Let's go to the game. Okay. It's time to play the game. Oh wait, hey, can I ask us to do a question? Or I mean, not a question. I love this because this is going to be great to edit later. Nick, um, at this point. When we do this whole thing about it's time to play the game, yeah. Uh, when it actually goes to production, a song needs to play. Now, last week when I listened to the show, um, when we got to this point, the song didn't play. It was just thirty seconds of us talking Are about how the song would be playing at this point, and it sounded a little unprofessional. Edit point. Okay, that's important to remember. So- <laughs> So go back. I'm laughing at you. You want me to do it again? Yeah, do it again. Okay. It's time to play the game. All right. So now if you do your job, this will actually be music. If I do my job. Yeah. All right. We're back. Go ahead. Do you really really want to do this? I'm ready to play the game. Motorhead. Yeah. Number one. Do you really? Okay. So he's ignoring me now. This is okay. Okay. Um, Wait, is Chase getting up to preach? (laughs) No. Who has the game? I'm ready. You have the game, Chase. Wait a minute. This was your week for the game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Check your imaginary document. I'm sure it's out there. The okay, document's right. It oh, says. Crud. It does say the game. Okay. Okay. Hey, Nick. Pause for a second. I got to get a game together. No, we don't have time for that. I have. I've look got seven fifty. I got to do. I need to go. I need to go get food at my family's house. Look, just give me a second. I, I can put something together really quick. I'm actually posting this in the Hall of Dogma okay. to prove there was an episode doc. Hold on. Is there anything on this that I need to edit? 
Seriously, this is what we're going to do right now? I said I'm getting a game together. He's paused the recording. Everything's cool. He's not paused. I mean, I have a the 13th edit point of the show. Technically, okay. 10. All right, almost done. I just got to say, guys, so far this, this uh, podcast is like Paul's third letter to the Thessalonians. <laughs> what? Um, a little forgettable, you know? <laughs> not as good as the first two kind of thing. Oh, my. Uh, well, that's because you guys didn't prepare. Well, I'm more prepared than you. McConnell? I made the document, for one. Okay, okay, I got something. All right, you ready? Uh, yeah. All right, unpause, Nick. <laughs> Hang on, I got to clear my throat. <clears> throat. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Uh, Did you unpause? Oh wait, hang on, hang on. Don't don't unpause, don't unpause yet. I gotta make sure it's I, editing. It'll get me. I only I only got two questions. When I do my job, it'll get. Okay, okay, I'm ready. All right, here we go. You have a I'll job. Come in with a professional voice. You have a role. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. It's, it's oh, I know game. I do. Okay. The, the, the show got put, posted Shh. last week, right? There has to be a few seconds of silence before the edit. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it's not edited. Okay, it's time, guys, for a new game. I call it Heathen or Heaven. And in this game, I'm going to ask you guys some ethical questions. And based on your response, I decide whether you're a heathen or heaven-bound. Does that sound good? Yeah, it sounds. Because both those words kind of sound, you know, similar. But they have opposite sort of meanings. If we had a logo for this, it could be like an H with a 2 at the top. Yes, that's awesome. All right. We'll Heathen or heaven? Heathen or heaven. Okay, David, I'm going to go to you first. Okay. You both get the same question. Okay. You get about 90 seconds to answer it. Okay. You are the owner of the Arizona Cardinals NFL football team. Yes. Your running back, Andre Ellington, has just gone down with a hip injury, okay. which apparently indicates that he's 90 years old because hip injuries happen to older people. Um, you're desperate for a running back, and you're making a Super Bowl run. And Ray Rice has just been ruled eligible. The same Ray Rice that punched out his girlfriend, now wife, in a, um, I guess it was a Las Vegas elevator. Now, before the show, we watched the video of said incident. And what we know now is that Janae Rice, his his wife, has said that um, they're going through counseling. It was an isolated incident. She's not abused. That wasn't his kind of personality. Bottom line, you're the owner of the team. You desperately need a running back this year for the first Super Bowl run you've had in a long time. Do you hire Ray Rice? You have 90 seconds. Aren't games supposed to be fun? Yes, I hire him. Really? Yes. Now, to make the game interesting, you need to give us a little bit of commentary as to why you justify that. Yes. I I would hire him because – um, he money grubbing. He owned. Okay. He he told the truth about what he had done. Um, and he had received a punishment for what he had done. Okay. Probably, maybe maybe not as stiff as it should have been. I don't know, but he received a punishment. Then, when video of what he had done, which he had already said he had done it, came out, that's when he got removed. Um, so I don't really know how the video makes it worse. Um, that is a little awkward. His his wife and him have reconciled. They went to counseling. Uh, both of them have claimed uh, Christianity and that they have, you know, sought forgiveness and help in their marriage. She has forgiven him, and um, best you can tell, they're working these things out. So why why continue to 
keep him from playing. Okay, that's about 90 seconds. Over to you, Nick Jenkins. You're the owner of the Arizona Cardinals. Do you hire him? I listen to David's thing, and I I still don't know that I could. I just – I want to forgive and forget. I really do. But, you know, there's there's things men do, and there's things men shouldn't be allowed to do, and violence towards women is just a – you know – The unforgivable sin. it's not an unforgivable sin because I think Jesus would forgive you, but not you know, Nick. <laughs> I think I get uninterrupted commentary like you got. So just go ahead and put your hat down. Oh, he's chippy today. He's feisty. Uh, really? Are you in a bad mood? Sorry. Edit point. <laughs> Good heavens. Mark that one as Maybe well. Maybe we need to start over. Oh, Keep please. Going. Let's start over. Um, no, I just, uh, you know, I think there's things men don't do. And um, I don't think if you hit a woman, it should be that easily overcome it's just too recent for me okay well you win that I round need, Nick. I, need, I need time but, proving <clears throat> you're heaven bound and what, you're do i get a heathen. rebuttal no oh, oh i'm, I'm, the, just, I'm the heathen you're the heathen yeah but well, we I got another go round it's okay you so, can tie it up so we're going to fix the issue that he hurt his wife by harming her more because he can't make a living anymore oh well, yeah that, see, he's that's, broke that's a good that is a good observation that him being suspended does actually harm her uh, material materially, but here's what I will say. Can anybody Google his net worth real quick? Well, I mean, most you know, this, there's such a high percentage of professional athletes are bankrupt within five years of ending their careers because there's fourteen million dollars. So many hangers on that demand money. Here's what. Here's what. I, how why, how I would address the situation. I think it is so egregious. To hit a woman when you're a full-grown man, which I and fully and completely I know you agree, agree with, with. But I would say uh, what John the Baptist said: produce fruit in keeping with the repentance. And that's with what I'm looking repentance. for. It's been too. It's it's too it's soon. all sunshine and roses yes. too quickly, and I, I want to see that repentance out over time. And, and, and just be, so right, you want so, the repentance meter. We need to. Where's well, a manual? Well, where's so, a manual? I mean, we need, I, I we need honestly, the general needs to bring his a, a repentance there's, meter. There's over. no way to specify how long it should be. Right. I just know to me, I think this is uh, this is a little too soon. It, look, there's some things. There are some actions. Like, like I said, they're so egregious. You don't accidentally hit a woman. You don't accidentally drink and drive. You don't accidentally get into heroin. You know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Th- this to me is a v- extremely serious issue. The way the Rices have portrayed it is an isolated incident. When I watch that video, I, I just see a man react so fast and hit so quickly yeah. that it, it, it's astonishing to me. Um, so, okay. All right. So, I, Nick, look, you're I'm up not, one to nothing. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing Maybe with one you. to negative one. I'm not disagreeing with any of those things you said. I just think this is a situation where, um, you know— Everybody outside the situation is deciding to be the judge of when they have fully repented and or, or when the situation's resolved. That that's my you know so you know well, none look, of us know and it I'm could saying be five years and he not be fully repentant. I get that. Yeah, I mean I'm saying, you know, they're she's saying she's saying it's it's fine. But you know I, I, respectfully I'll say this. How many women do you know who have come out of abuse or you you have feared are in abuse right then who hold their husbands or, or the men in their lives up in esteem I, I just a lot but okay but again if they are going to counseling as they have said if they have 
if they've taken some of these steps that they're saying they've taken, then it's more than just her getting on TV with sunglasses on and saying, oh, hey, it's fine. I mean, it's it's it seems to be more than that. Well, you make no. a good argument, but you're wrong. Okay, here's okay. the next one. <laughs> I agree. Okay. I, I, I appreciate your words, my dear brother. Get your hand off me. Go I, ahead. I'm Go holding get... your hand to show you my support. <laughs> for oh, wow. You've had like an unknown disease for a week and a half. I don't know. I am fine. I was sick last week. I'm fine this week. Okay. Go ahead. People do get better from heathen, sickness. Heathen or heaven? Heathen or heaven. Okay, here's question number two. Nick, you get to go first for this one. Okay. Our I, friend of the show, Rick Warren. Oh, boy. <laughs> has spent a lot of time here lately reaching out to the Catholics, trying to build a bridge, minimizing differences between the two faiths and um, emphasizing similarities. Is this wise or is this dangerous? What's your take? Can I choose both? Well, you can try. I I think any time... You try to be ecumenical. Is that the word I'm thinking of? Uh Um, Ecumenical. Thank you. Um, I think there is a danger there because I always wonder um, what you have to give up. And I think if there's there's a stark line of what um, the hill he will die on is the metaphor we use a lot of times. Um, I actually think it's – I think it's good. Um, Wise may be too much of a stretch, but I think it's a good thing to do um, because I just – I see too many denominations, r- religions maybe in this case with Catholicism, running to their corners like I see the political divide in our country. And that just – I don't see how that helps the gospel. Um, you know, I've, I've been – I've been growing concerned with um, some instances where I see uh, friends of mine or brothers in the Reformed camp – um, becoming adversarial. If you're not uh, reformed Baptist, uh, in in you know, fifteen labels. Are you talking about Emmanuel? Then then you're not Christian. And I just, that I just I just struggle with that a lot. And I and I think there are some Catholics who um, legitimately have as much. Uh, reverence and, and, and deference to Jesus as God's son and the only way to heaven, that if, if you talk to them and didn't know they were Catholic, you would welcome them with open arms as a brother or sister. Um, and so I think pointing out those similarities can be very beneficial if you have a stark line of the things that you will not compromise. So, All right. Over to you, David. I like what Nick just said. Um, could you repeat the question? Here's the question. Our friend friend of the show rick warren is building bridges between um the pin clicking himself and catholics the the pope in specific um by minimalizing differences between um protestant christianity and emphasizing the important similarities between protestant christianity and catholicism do you think this is wise or is it dangerous um no i mean well the the opposite of that would be to point out all the differences and um you know which is divisive so i i i don't have an issue with that i think there can be wisdom in doing that um you know i i think that you can be in the catholic faith and truly belong to christ and know him and uh so I, you know, I don't. I don't have a. 
I wouldn't have a a problem with um, working on more unity between Christians in the Protestant denominations and those in the Catholic. Interesting. At, at what point does Catholicism become a Galatians one six? Uh, different gospel. You know, Paul writes, I'm astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. Uh, one is of, Catholicism I, a different gospel? Yeah, so we, I would say yes. <clears throat> oh, you would say that Catholicism is a different gospel? I would say it is. That's yes. interesting. Uh, I think, so we spend a lot of time when my wife and I got married, she was an Episcopalian, and so we spent. Uh, you married a Catholic woman? No, I married an Episcopalian woman. Catholic? What? Episcopalian? Catholic? Episcopalian? So, okay, okay. Right, so I, I'm you. So we we they went uh, we w- went to the Episcopal Church. That was a joke. Probably. Yes, we went to the Episcopal Church for um, quite a few years. I'm trying to remember right now, but uh, we got married in one. Um, so, actually, that was the church we were going to when we stumbled across the uh, HOD. So, the Hall know, of Dogma Church. Yes, Hall of Dogma Church. So, now, um, you know, I think that there, there are similarities between the, you know, because Episcopalian is kind of an offshoot of Catholicism. So, there's some similarities, but there are some differences there. And I've always said that one of the things that I didn't think the Episcopalians did a very good job of, and I don't think the Catholics do a very good job of, um, although maybe the Episcopalians do, do it a little bit better, is, is emphasizing the need for personal relationship with Christ. What seems to be more of their teaching is that the church belongs to Christ, so you belong, if you belong to the church, you join the church, through these rites and rituals, then you belong to Christ by default. And I think that's very dangerous because that's not that's not the gospel. The gospel is this personal faith in Christ. Now, um, you know, some of their teachings in terms of, you know, um, some of their other teachings, I mean, you know, I don't don't agree with their the Catholic view of communion or the role of baptism and salvation. But you know, if if I think by pointing out similarities and open, I don't know what his ultimate, I don't know what his ultimate um, end game uh, point, end game is. But if by pointing out similarities, you can open up roads and paths of conversation with brothers and sisters in the Catholic Church, uh, for the point of all of us growing in discipleship, them growing in discipleship, and coming to know the true gospel. I have no issue with that. Versus, well, you were t- saying a few weeks ago, you know, you were talking about how sometimes people just don't want to listen to those who are kind of attacking. And so if you just come at someone about, well, you know, you're wrong about this. Here's the differences. Here's what you teach. And that's, that's not what we teach. Well, you know, you, there may be no point of discussion there. Um, so I, I don't, you know, I, I'm not saying that would even be my approach but I don't have a problem with the approach. And I think Rick's done that a couple of times with other groups. He did that trying to reach out to Muslims and not to look at similarities in the religion or even find, you know, say that was an acceptable religion, but he just tried to befriend them, and he got a lot of criticism for that. And I I don't think that always has to be um, 
I don't think that always has to be the approach. Mark chapter 9, Jesus said to his disciples, whoever is not against us is for us. So, you know, there's not everybody always doing the same thing the same way, but, you know, unity can be found. And I don't think we always have to focus on the differences. Okay. Uh, I think you make a a pretty good argument there. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Leonard Ravenhill. He was was mentored by A.W. Tozer. Um, Ravenhill was kind of – I love the guy. He's Armenian. Um, but hardcore prayer guy, revivalist. I don't agree with all of his theology. Uh, in, in particular, in w- one way that I don't really agree with him, he was stark raving mad at the Catholics. I mean, you know, whore of Babylon, that sort of thing. He was really, really opposed to Catholics, wrote a lot about it. I, I think that stance towards Catholicism is quite unwarranted. I will say this, though. I am nervous about... Um, Warren's overtures. I think, in particular, the the Pope that that we have now in the Catholic Church is <coughs> excuse me is is a particularly dangerous individual. Um, I, I love his heart for the poor. Um, I don't know if you guys saw him embrace uh, the the gentleman. I, I think it happened in Italy. A gentleman with a horrific skin disease. Um, which I thought was very Christ-like. At the same time, he seems to be leading that church away from the Word in an unusual, sort of almost unprecedented way and leading them into much more of a liberal version of Catholicism. And I think you guys have maybe heard me say this before. I think liberal Christianity is not, in fact, Christianity at all. It's left the word. It's abandoned the word. It is its own thing. And and I'm a little worried that um, uh, Pope Francis is leading Catholicism in that direction to the point where it's not going to – it's not Christianity at all. It's it's more akin to – uh, something like Mormonism than than Christianity, and I think when you're dealing with Mormonism, when you're dealing with Catholicism, I don't think you're uncharitable. I don't think you um, are are attacking exactly, but I do think you got to really strongly emphasize the gospel and, and call and call it what I think it is, which is in my view is a different gospel. Well, okay, but. And, and I hear what you're saying, but you know, Catholicism in general has not always been a liberal religion. It's not. I mean, I, they take I, a I very was bringing sh- up two different points okay. in the same conversation. Okay. I was you're say, absolutely I mean, the Pope right. may be going that way in and that direction. Ratzenberger would, before him uh, was not going that yeah. direction. He was very conservative. Did you uh, say rats and burgers? Uh, I did. That's not, not a good combo. But if we do have Catholic listeners, they're going to be a little offended now Sorry. at both of us. Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, I'm so you know they've always taken a very strong stance on cons- you know conservative, conservatively on issues You're like abortion right. and things like they're, that. So, just like the Mormons. Yes. So I, I guess I, I would be interested to know what points of their doctrine because I've never really thought of. Of it as a different gospel. Well, they, that could be wrong, but I mean, I'd Galatians. Be to know. All right, Galatians. What, what is Galatians about? Galatians is about Jesus. A, a gospel uh, is is about the gospel Sorry, plus circumcision. Yes, and I think the Catholics do that. They add works to faith. Okay. And in my mind, that makes it a different gospel. Now, let, let me say this. I, I have a lot is of that respect. The, is that the aspects of work to get out of purgatory, work yeah, to essentially. some of those things? I, I think it perverts the gospel to the point where it's it's a different gospel. 
Um, I, I have a lot of appreciation for some Catholics. Uh, Henry J.M. Nowen is a guy who actually, in his life, struggled with Catholicism. I'm sorry, he struggled with homosexuality. <laughs> but that, that was – that was, wasn't even a Freudian slip. Yeah, struggled with homosexuality, but I think maintained a fervent following of Jesus. I believe he was a true believer. Um, John Michael Talbot, the the singer, I think has a vibrant faith, but in some cases, I think it's despite the Catholic Church rather than because of it. I, I know that's offensive. But. I have made the comment to my wife on several occasions because of the the time we spend the Episcopalian Church, and and she grew up in it. My my, my wife, I I think if she was here, um, her testimony, she would tell you that she came to a personal faith in Christ um, at the HOD, like after, although she'd grown up in church her whole life, but part of her testimony is that truly understanding her need for a personal Savior came after um, we left uh, the church she'd grown up in, and she was baptized here. Um, but And I've made the comment to her on several occasions that I think if someone was born into the Catholic Church, if they were born into it, and all they ever know of coming to salvation is strictly by the teaching of the Catholic Church without the Bible, you know, um, without the full, because I'm not sure that they, you know, go into the fullness of Scripture. They have some added books and things like mm-hmm. that, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. yes. So anyway, I, it would be very difficult to find that personal relationship because I don't think that's what the church teaches. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't know that the church teaches that need for a for personal salvation. It's more of a, you know, because you have to join the church to take communion. If you're not a member of the Catholic Church, you're not supposed to take communion with them. And they, you know, the sacraments yeah. help you join to the church. Of, the church belongs to Christ. But I think there's as many. Well, I, I shouldn't say as many. I'm sorry. That's wrong from the start. There are a significant number of Protestant churches that make it seem like you have to join the church locally to join that large church oh, as, as well. As yes, a, I agree. I, you know. And, and I guess the, where I was going with that is I do think that it's difficult. I just don't think it's impossible. But I, I do think they, you know, I think you could make some of the same statements that I'm making about other churches and denominations. The Catholics seem to be very... I'm using the word religious in terms of rule keeping and, and having the rules. Um, but it, it, look, if you were to ask me, but you know, moralism some, some, won't save you. No, no, moralism won't. But I mean, moralism is is rampant in Protestant churches as well, and, and no doubt, not especially just, in the South, not just Catholic churches. So well, probably all over. But I, I just I tend to look at you we know just notice it more here. I tend Probably. to, I, I tend, you know, definitely agree, you know, and maybe I just haven't thought up uh, enough about it because I definitely put Mormonism in the camp of a different religion, like a false religion. But I've always, you know, thought of the Catholics and and one the different denominations in, Prot- uh, in the Protestant churches as as there are true believers in all of those, true people who love Jesus and and um, cling to Him. And and so I've seen Catholics who truly know Christ to be brothers and sisters in Christ, and um, and that's why I would going back to the original question wouldn't have an issue if if Warren is out trying to open dialogue by pointing out similarities. So 
I, you know, it, I'm okay with the opening dialogue. I, that may not at all be what he's trying to do. So, but, but not at the expense of uh, muting some, some really significant differences. Let me give you a soundbite. In my view, at best, the Catholic Church mutes the gospel. At worst, and perhaps even more often, it perverts it into another gospel. And if you're out there, you're listening, and you're you're a Catholic, you're in the Catholic Church, and you're offended by this, and I, I know we have Catholic listeners, I don't want to offend you. Let me ask you this. How do you define salvation? How does one get saved? Somebody comes to you and they say, oh, you, you know, you believe in Jesus? I want to believe in Jesus. I want to, I want to be saved. What do I do? What's your answer there? And your answer there, if it's biblical, if it points to Jesus and the cross and faith in Jesus as all-sufficient for salvation and not needing works, then you have the right answer. But if your answer is anything but that, then you're giving out a different gospel. And I believe, by and large, the Catholic Church gives out a different gospel. Now, that said, I believe, as you believe, David, that there are a lot of saved Catholics because they didn't, you know, not because they listened to the teachings of the church, but because they were pointed to Jesus and they believed in faith and not counting on their works of righteousness, and they were saved, maybe despite being in a Catholic church, just like many are saved despite being in a ungospelly Baptist church or Methodist church or whatever. Ungospelly. I guess that's the crux of why I don't mind them doing it, because in the in the conversation, we have to acknowledge that as many Protestants get wrong what it means to be saved as Catholics do. And so if if he has this platform by which to begin breaking down those walls that don't have to be there and can ultimately open people, you know, be a facilitator of opening eyes, people's eyes to the gospel. Why not have those conversations? Why not? Yeah, I, I, that's a tough one. I, you, you, you raise a lot of good points. I like what you said. I would agree with the first one totally. I think they mute the gospel. I, I think that. Now, I would say that about a other Protestant they're not, they're, denominations other Protestant as well. Denominations that also mute. The I gospel, don't think beyond a shadow of a doubt. We are the HOD has. I think we've said this before. It's got Baptists on the sign, but you know, and I'm not severing the Baptist roots there. It's just that that's kind of what it is. It's it's roots. The roots of the church is and the HOD is is Baptist. But you would, if you just walked in here with no sign at the front, you would not see this as a traditional, typical Baptist church. And quite honestly. Many of the people in this congregation do not have Baptist backgrounds, and the elders, all the elders do not have complete uh, Baptist backgrounds. So um, I'm not holding up any particular one denomination as saying that denomination gets it all right. Um, I think they I think they mute the gospel. I think other denominations do that. I think religion does that. And um, I just – I don't um, – and I know I'm coming across as liberal Larry tonight between this and the other story and uh, in the heathen game. But, you know, I just – we have so many people – we're so divisive. We have so many people being – and I'm not trying to go universalist at all. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a good – I'm a good arrogant Calvinist, but, you know, I just – we have so many. We have so many. <laughs> we have so many people just screaming at each other and being divisive and not sitting down and having dialogue and being reasonable and loving one another. And and so you know when someone comes along and, and hey we want to open up a conversation we want to focus on some similarities not really know knowing what his end game was. 
No, look, I totally agree with you. John 17, Jesus prayed for unity. And I think there are far too many jerks, and hopefully I can say this because I'm in the Reformed camp, there are far too many jerks in the Reformed camp that mask their jerkiness with theology and end up driving people away from the the gospel and away from Jesus and away from any sort of desire to want to be associated with Christians. And we have to be incredibly on guard against that. I think on the other hand, in a world where compromise is so pervasive, especially in the church, we have to be careful about that too. I would like to point out, do you realize he segment juked us both? Because this was part of his game still. Ah, yeah. This was not even a game. This this was... You guys gave me 80 seconds to come up with something. Do you have so any more? We were talking have any more? Can, can you pause it for a minute? <laughs> can you pause okay. it for a minute? No. Let me come up with another Wait question. Well, hold on. I'll, I'll show David this while you come up with one more. Hang on. No. No. What is okay. that picture Hang of? Hang on. Oh, my. <laughs> Hang on. Y'all wait. I got a game. Okay. But where are you going? Right oh, no. All right. Oh, no. Okay, so All right, can the, I narrate yeah. what you're doing? David has taken his headphones off, and he's gone to the back of the uh, the, the Hall of Dogma studio okay. and grabbed a massive bag of, cassette believe it or not, tapes. cassette tapes. Cassette. You hear that? I That is a real-life cassette tape. What is that doing in the Hall of Dogma studio? All right, so what this is— Holding and I, those chairs down over there. I saw this earlier. Is that like Confederate money? Is it, you know, no more I glanced no, no at this. No, I, I glanced—I don't— some people saw him. I glanced at this earlier when I realized you didn't have a game. Then I thought you I did had have a game. A... We just played it. Okay, it was but it awesome. wasn't a fun game. Hold on. I don't it was, it was... Who was the heretic and who was the? What was the game? You're 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 more the uh, you're more heaven bound than David. Yes. Good job. That's two. <laughs> That's two. Who says Armenians aren't going to heaven? What? Okay. So. <laughs> You're not even a. You're not even a. <laughs> We're falling apart here. Just you're not even a real mind. Armenian. Like that is true. Not a real. You're Armenian. not like you. you, you I give you all the like tea. You would, Look, it's not like you would buy a home in the Armenian camp. I mean, you might go and rent a cot there for a little while, and and then look, t- I you got to, mad and left. Look, I try to step into the reformed compound, and I get nuked. Like I mean, you know, David, do Armenians okay. preach a different gospel? <laughs> Oh, okay. Lord. So let me do a game. I That's thought, my look, next question. I, I turned oh, around. No. I saw this. What we have here is a a bag. A okay. huge you want to make bag. David, David Heavenbound on one of them. This is so, a huge please. bag of cassette tapes of yes. sermons from the pastor who was here at this church before you. So way back in the Hall of Dogma yeah. days. Yeah. So in the tape era. Yes, in the tape era. Okay. And so, and, of and the it's his sermons. Had back then, y'all were tape area far too. And I think when you cleaned your office out, you put all these in a bag and threw them well, I didn't know what We got those out of the sound booth, bro. Oh, you did? Yeah. How'd they end up in here? <clears throat> okay, so what I'm going to do, we we're going to play them away. Name That Sermon. Okay. So I'm going to pull out a cassette tape. <laughs> How are we supposed to name it? I'm going I'm to give you part of the title and you Just have call to, me Cleo. Oh, I'm going to give you part of the title and you have to finish the, uh, you have to finish the Brilliant. sermon. Brilliant. Okay. okay. Nick, you going to go first? <laughs> sure. I've go. never met this pastor in my life. Um, Does he listen to the show? Oh, I hope not. No. From July 2000. <laughs> Nick, the road to praise. We made it. We were wrong about the rapture. I don't know. The road to praise is named blank. Not a mess. The oh, road wow. to praise is named. Yeah, I don't mm, I don't know. You could at least guess. Can I steal? Steal. Glory. No. Damn. Worship. 
The road to praise is named worship. Okay, All right, here good. we go. By the way, you Chase. know one thing we don't do a lot of around here, David. We what? don't title our sermons a lot. We don't. I know it's. Awesome. I have, I've titled, y'all don't consistently title. Your I've sermons. titled you the last there? four of mine. Did Hold you on, really? Chase. Okay. Yes. Y'all will have a series title, and you will start naming them, and yes. then just whatever Kinda happens, and, off. and you all stop, and yeah. then it makes my naming convention on the site very frustrating. All right. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. June two thousand okay. from Nehemiah okay. ten. For now, Nehemiah let's 10. make a blank wall. <laughs> That's good, but not correct. Let's Dang. make a, let's make a covenant. Oh man! Well, I was close. Okay, okay. I, I can kind of see the first person zero to, to zero. get one of these is going to Nick. And, and David is just dropping these cassettes all over the floor. Believe Nick, it or not, uh, from two thousand one. My response to God's. Oh, that could be Ooh, anything. Oh, oh, this my is... response to God's call. No. Grace. Love. Oh, oh, dang. Grace. We were so close. Call. Love. Grace. Um, Jesus. Sunday school. Bible. <laughs> Read your Bible and pray. Chase, this tape is called Music Blank. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is. What year? What year? What year? Yeah. 99. Music Blank. Music. Um, Here's a hint. Rocks. It's the only thing on the tape. Huh? That's not a hint. Music is the only thing on the tape. The name of the tape is music. I don't. Music saves. Only. Music only. It's the <laughs> name of the tape. I feel like a moron now. All right, I'm only going to do a couple I should more do, of these. I should lose two points for that. Nehemiah chapter 9. Nick, coming to terms with our blank. Hmm. Sells. Um, passed. Y'all, so many options. Y'all are just not. We are not chase to two thousand. Clear blank, clear blank about your relationship. Uh, talk. No advice. <laughs> thinking. Clear. What? Clear thinking. Oh, Eyes full heart. Talk is fine. Clear talk about right, your relationship. I'm going to do two more and then we're done. Because okay. Y'all, Thank God. Did you ever preach here back in that day? Uh, I did. This game is. We need not to find a Oh my Dude, gosh, we need to find what? a McConnell servant. One of the early from like sermons. 2000. I just need to talk to his wife because I'm sure he's all got him somewhere. I know David. I actually, here's a little bit of trivia. When the when the pastor who was here yep. at the HOD, I had preached one sermon here. Like up to that point, I had preached one sermon. And he. You preached here before he came? No, 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 I'm sorry. Well, oh. While he was here, I preached one sermon. Okay. Like he was, he was mentoring me. He was, you know, he was the entire time he was here. You preached one sermon. Yes. The, Once. Yeah, because he, but he had been mentoring me. Okay, and, okay. And, Keep going. And so I had started seminary and all this, and so he, he, I preached a sermon. How's that going? And, uh, and um, anyway, I when he left, when he left before you came, he was there was a year gap there. Yep. I I was chosen to preach the first two sermons the first the two weeks after he had left and he'd been here for like nine years so i got wow. that i got that call to actually be the first guy up to preach wow. after he what'd you preach about left. i actually had two messages that god gave me about um going through difficulties and change it was, it was uh, that sounds really good first time when god did you preach the me message the... about how catholics and christians are the same thing nick Taking the blank no comment, eh? by the horns from Nehemiah 13. Taking the blank by the horns. I'm hoping it's bull. It is correct. Oh, my gosh. He got a point. He's up. You've lost 14. I don't want to hear. Uh, I was going to say With Ezra. two Taking seconds Ezra left on the, the clock. Horns. Oh, dear. All right. This is for three points. This is for uh, the tie, and then we have to do a tiebreaker. Oh, man. Uh, Chase, Nehemiah chapter 7, joining the blank. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's so vague. Joining Joining the the blank. um, (laughs) Temple. Church. The team. Joining the team. The team. Nick wins. Our first ever game of... Sermon Smackdown. (laughs) Sermon Cassette. Name that sermon. Name that sermon. Wow. Now, I, I think that's destined to go down as a... Uh, Hall of Fame classic. I kind of want to know what's at the bottom of the bag because that was a lot of Nehemiahs. That was, yeah. That is such a it's big a bag. There's probably a hundred cassette tapes in there, literally. Joy can be blank. God's training ground. Yours. First Samuel. Like uh, the Old Testament, did he? I didn't like actually the know that there still is a Old like, Testament in there. Like the general. Hey, look, they would mail these back then. Oh, my How gosh. About they that? sure would. There's they would an address mail. On There's an one. address, and there was, like, tape envelopes. Well, Mr. and Mrs. Weaver, we have your tape. All right. Well, that was fun. What are we going to do now? Um, it's time to play. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, we did that. the game. We did, too. Oh, oh, oh. Let's uh, do that thing. Well, no, you've got your segment. Uh, fantasy football. Yes. Give yeah, us an update. Fantasy football. All right, let's... Uh, let's Don't um, do to the people, let's, please. Oh, please. oh Captain oh, wait, Cadaver wait, just pulled ahead of yes. me. Yes. Uh, you're and still defeating still Nathan. Kristen's still beating you. And Ooh, he's less of a favorite than he was, though. The b- Royal Reds are pulling... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So neck and I neck do have breaking Baker's news, dozen. gentlemen. Okay. President Obama has been diagnosed with acid reflux. What did, what? That's really what not a happen? story. It is a story. I'm looking at it. It's breaking news right now. Obama diagnosed with acid reflux. Hey, you acid can call Acid reflux him. is a condition where He's got you a can call job. him because your mom called you before the show started with. And I was giving her some acid reflux advice. And you were giving her advice. acid reflux device. Do you want some cashews? Some of my cashews? Can I have some cashews? I guess so. You Nick, just ate them. Let's do that thing you do. Yep. The so hall. we're going to talk, um, kind of skimmed the Hall of Dogma from last week. Uh, lots of fun discussions in there. Um, trying to make peace with Emmanuel over the gravy thing. That one was fun. Um, got a couple of good things going on there. Look, Emmanuel's not coming to any of your houses. He just He's just <laughs> saying he's doing that. He's not really. He's a big teddy bear. He's a big teddy bear with a beard. Go ahead. It's an interesting beard, too. It's an interesting cut. It's very... Uh, I don't know. So, Brad Melton, uh, following up on Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas, he said, regarding episode 14, have any of you watched Cameron's Saving Christmas now that it's out? If you, if so, did your opinion of it change from when you first saw the preview? Uh, he actually said they watched it with their church community group. He was pleasantly surprised by much of the theme and content. Uh, he necessarily didn't have a high opinion going in, was expecting a whole lot of silly sappiness, of which it did deliver plenty. He said he was intrigued by the sober attempts to teach lessons and symbolism. Well, who was this? Um, Brad Melton is posting this Brad, in the hall. Go uh, Arkansas. I'm encouraged. To, yeah, that mattered. Uh, research the mm. points presented. Sappy or not, uh, just like a good sermon, if the motives, if it moves me, excuse me, to follow up and s- study, then I call it good. And, and I, you know, I would love to hear what Cameron um, brings up in there. And I, if I get the chance to find it, you know, uh, where it won't necessarily be stealing, but I don't have to pay for it. I'll be glad to watch it. Um, right, here's the comment from Nick. it won't be stealing, but you don't have to pay for it. That's very compelling. Here's a, yeah, if, what, if, where is such a land? Wait for, 20, wait for okay. 20 years and it'll come out on TV. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm really hoping for a Netflix. Actually, you it know. won't come out on TV. It's Christian. Here's uh, Nick's comment. Um, that It probably f***ed because Kirk Cameron's in it and I hate him. 
That's an what, that's, what? that's no, interesting. No, 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 no. Wait, you can't say the S word. If yeah, we can't you really say can't. the C word, we can't say the S word. Dang it! At a uh, that is a legitimate edit point. Thank you, David. I uh, know my my uh, comment on that is stunk. It's from Time dot com. Wait, I need to do the whole thing. Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas voted worst movie ever at IMDb. I was about to read that too. Wow! Boom. But I was going to do it with breaking news. Why do oh, I'm sorry. Excited. Why do you guys hate Edit. Kirk Cameron? David, I'm sorry. Chase has the floor. Go ahead. Thank you. In your face, David. Why do you hate Kirk Cameron? Look, I don't hate Kirk Cameron. I did see Brad's post in the Hall of Dogma, and it honestly encouraged me to go watch the movie. I am a big fan of Christmas. Have you watched it? I, no, I haven't. Not. I'm not going to pay for, to watch it like in the theaters. <laughs> yes. That sounds kind of silly, yes. but. I, 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 okay, true story. I do kind of, majority. I do kind of want to see it. I like Kirk, Kirk Cameron. I like Ray Comfort. I, I love those guys. In fact, I Show really, really like that. Um, I even liked Growing wow. Pains uh, way wow. back in the day. Um, that is copyright infringement. We're going to sued. Thank you. Probably. I, I think you sing, sing it for more. Somebody would have seconds. to make this far into the episode, but you know, <laughs> no, I, never I doubt that. Uh, Saving Christmas is the worst movie in IMDb history. When there's things like Manos, Hands of Fate, and stuff like that. My brother Chase, if, yes. if Jesus Why met you, you if Jesus that met you on the Tapawingo Road, yes, not the Emmaus one, but the you mean tap, like just down just the down the street, street, okay, and he blinded you with light, and you hit the ground, and all of your cans of <laughs> all of your cans of Diet Mountain Dew spilled to the ground, and you couldn't see anything. And he spoke to you. He would say, Chase, Chase, why do you persecute my brothers and sisters who make movies? Why do you hate them so much? That's what he would say to you. And then you would stumble to someone's house blind until you were forced to listen I, to all the Christian movies that have ever been made and receive your sight back. I think that is the most inappropriately over-the-top argument ever made on the Gospel Friends episode. I give you a nine and a half out of ten. Enjoy your time in purgatory. <laughs> yes, and the game isn't over because you you hate Christian movies. Give me a good you, Christian movie. You and Emmanuel and and good Nick. challenge. Name a good Christian movie. I'll give you. I'll actually give you two. Go ahead. Are you ready? Let, let's yeah. go to David first. Okay, yeah, you give us a good out. one. I'm because I'm going to give you I two like a, that are great. What I'm I must not know what you guys mean by good Christian movie. They I've, can't stink. How about that? <laughs> I didn't think uh, I, I liked God's Not Dead, which has been well documented here. You guys hated it. Um, I well, didn't hate actually, it. I think Nick's seen it. Have you seen it? It's a little it? weak. Okay, y'all didn't like it. I um, liked the apologetics in it. I just thought it was a little over the top, you know, a little. If I was an, if I was a lost person watching that, I would be so offended because all the lost people come across as just, just absolute monsters. Well, we don't want to offend lost people. And we want to gospel lost people, not make them feel like morons. We, we to, <laughs> I don't understand why you think they were painted as morons in. In the movie, well, the teacher was just the Kevin Sorbo Hercules teacher. He was just so over the top. You don't think there's professors out there like that? Well, sure there are, but it's kind of a caricature. There are professors who say in in this classroom, I'm God. That's that's the whole approach they take. Well, that's pretty stupid, and I'm sure there are professors like that. Okay, so and I liked the 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 Christian movie. My buddy Josh and I went and saw you. You you refused to see it. 
Well, courageous, unstoppable, courageous. Yes. Wait, what is courage- unstoppable? Is oh, that the one with the cops? Courageous is courageous. the one with yes. the cops. That was yes. a good movie. Look, I'm. And I'm you won't certain. go see it. Well, it sounds gut wrenching. I'm not. It, I don't. That I was is. the best. I'm, it is gut wrenching. To, to David's credit, that was the best Sherwood movie. Um, I would cry no my doubt. eyes out at that movie. That's that's you my would. favorite. Oh, dude, son, no, never mind. You would, yeah, but it was a good movie. Just. And I liked. It had horrible acting. We've liked, already talked about guys like that. But I liked, I liked Fireproof. Also, have not seen Fireproof. It, here's, here's I have what, seen Remember the Titans. Isn't that, I never, is that a Christian no, remember movie? Remember the Giants. It is a Christian it's remember, movie. Uh, it's Facing Giants. Facing the Giants. I've seen Thank that you. one. I thought that was okay. Bad was acting, good. pretty good movie, though, overall. The acting in those movies have gotten... Better as yes, it they went have. along because the acting in Courageous I thought was pretty. See, good. I wonder if you if you were able to get and, and bear with me, but if you were able to get people who are actors by profession, not actors who are trying to step into that skill set, I don't wonder if a movie like Facing the Giants isn't better received. No, maybe, but still, that was that was a good movie. I'm, I'm going to give you two that that are really uh, great Christian movies, and I'm not kidding. Are you ready? I'm ready. Movie, movie number two, because I'm going to rank it second, is a movie called Luther from 2003, one of the finest Christian movies I have ever seen. Uh, it starred Joseph Fiennes. Fiennes. Is that how you pronounce so. his last name? Uh, I guess he's the brother of Rafe. Um, but uh, an excellent movie. It's rated 6.7 on IMDb, which I would consider a little low. But it's it's about Martin Look, Luther. That's actually pretty good for IMDb. It is for a Christian they, movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, IMDb's mean. But look, I, I thought it was a profoundly good movie. You you would like it, David. Okay. And, and here's what I would rate number one: um, Amazing Grace, the story of William Wilberforce, which is a utterly fascinating, wonderful movie. It's Isn't not that the movie that Sam says is horrible. No, surely not. Oh, you and him got into a discussion about that movie one day. I guess it's possible because it's not an action-oriented film, but it's great. It is a, it is a great story. Uh, it's great history. Um, I've also heard Faith Like Potatoes is good, which is an interesting title, but I haven't seen it Faith yet. Like Have you all seen Ragamuffin about Rich Mullins? No. Pretty good? I can't, no, I haven't seen it yet. Somebody just, told me. Um, here's, I'll, somebody I'll say this. Here's what kind of. I guess I, here's my pushback on uh, Christian movies, quote unquote. Is there's no subtlety. There's no. It, it's the it's the professor in uh, God's Not Dead. It, it is just such a extreme. I, I do think there are professors. I, I see your point of it. I think there are professors like that dude. But I think even a lot of the atheist professors that push back on God do it with more. Uh, subtlety and, and less crass than what you what you see there. The girlfriend, okay, she is just such the, I mean, cuckoo spectrum. You don't think there are cuckoo girls out there? No comment. Don't answer that, Nick. It's a trap. It's a trap. Um, I need <laughs> I need Admiral Agbar. Um, <laughs> but you know, even the reporter who is so anti Jesus, and then all of a sudden just. Because she found out she's having a dire health thing as she meets the newsboys who aren't really the newsboys, but they're remanufactured from their greedy record label. Sorry. Um, anyway, she meets the newsboys, and all of a sudden she loves Jesus. It's just there's no – Okay, so, so you, guys, no, you, you guys don't think there are girls or guys out there, either one, who pressure their 
fiance or their spouse to make decisions that, that would better their future over what just, God is calling them to do. Again, it's, it's the subtlety with which it, it's yeah. that, or people who find out their, people who find out they're sick and run to Christ over that or religion over of that. Of course, all of that. Yeah, happens. but, but it's, it's just but we don't need to put it in. We don't need, stuff. It, it's it's not stereotypical if it if it's happening and it's happening to people. It, it's it's all the time. It's blunt force trauma. It's oh, it's my just. Lord. And I will say this: I, I agree with what you're saying, Nick, on on subtleties in movies. But I, the uh, the opposite error, and maybe the worst error it, in my mind in Christian movies, is where they're so subtle. There's no gospel, oh, and I despise those kind of. You're wasting your time. First, it's a crap movie, and second, the gospel's not in it. So, I mean, pff, why did you here's, make it? I guess here's the other thing that's it's, and this sounds crass, but it's the reality of life, and I think it would have more punch. Is one of them needs to not get saved because I think that puts people on mission more to realize that you know you, you've got it. It all ends happy. And that's not life. The guy died in a puddle of water and at the end of the movie. And nobody was sad for him to die because he had been an absolute jerk throughout the whole movie. Or he, you know, got saved. No, Nobody was sad the dude died. Oh, by the way. Oh, by the uh, way, if the general was here, he would agree with you guys because he, he hates. smart. And he hates, he hates the. I said, the by the way, before you did, and you went ahead of me. That seems oh, a bit rude. That's I talk, over, I talk over people all the time. I will stab you with a cassette tape if you do it again. You, you watch me, <laughs> please. Let me you see guys, you. you're being a Calvinist right now. How am I being a Calvinist? You're being a movie Calvinist. A movie Calvinist. <laughs> it's got to be the it's gotta, worst sort of Calvinists are the movie. It's got to be. It's got to be exactly your way, or it's not not right. Look, I learned wow. how to be a Calvinist from you. So I'm okay. a Calvinist. Welcome to but my I'm world. I'm just saying you're being is you're being movie arrogant right now. It has I, to be a certain way. Okay, explain that. I. I I mean, you. I'm I just, like all types of movies. It, that's the thing. But I just you guys want Christian movies to be good. No, you yeah. want you I want do. Christian movies with where good the acting, Christian themes are reasonable plot, subtle, well written. You don't want them out there. You don't want them obvious. He used the word subtle. I just don't want stereotyping, over the top, um, just brutishness. Skill. Do it with skill. And, and that's why Amazing I, Grace is so good. By the way, Benedict Cumberbatch is in Amazing Grace. Oh, okay. Now it. I just made the watch. I'll, I'll watch it. Write that down. The Sorcerer Supreme now. You mm. – look. Odd term. I've had – I've had – you used to be a youth pastor. I did. Long time Many ago. Years. Back in the 50s. But still. 40s. You, okay. You you were a youth pastor. And I'm, I was a youth pastor. Yep. I've had students – and I, I'm sure this has happened to you. I've had students come to me. And tell me they had college professors laugh at them because they believed in oh, absolutely. the Bible. Nobody is saying that people there. don't do they that. Are so we just there. don't want to talk about it or no, show it, it on the screen. I just want you to show it with a reasonable degree of accuracy. I thought I thought I like I thought Kevin Sorbo's character was. I mean, you can almost amusing. see him twisting his handlebar mustache and <laughs> yes, laughing evilly in the side. <laughs> I'll show this young Christian punk. <laughs> you know what he? You know what he? And you know what he did? He went home at night, and got on Reddit. There are people, all types of people who are like that out there. <laughs> he was a heavy Redditor. Okay, I'll, I've I'll got agree him that. I've got to so, give a point to David on that one, Chase. I'm sorry. Uh, look, I, you guys I can see just, the point there. All right. Also, I He's liked, down ten to one. I liked um, just while I'm furthering alienating myself from everybody that listens to the podcast and all of you guys also like mom's not out. I, 
I've heard that's great. It I've was. Seen it, it. it is genuinely. It is genuinely mine. funny, and My I wife don't. Loved it. I don't really. I mean, it's got. It's not. But see, it, it does have like the like the Christian meaning or whatever they're trying to teach behind it is more like you have to kind of think through it. It is. It's more lessons. You know, learning lessons throughout so the it's, movie. It's a little more movie. subtle. It's a little more subtle, little more so subtle. you might like nice. it. It is got stereotypical. There's a scene in there where the woman is the the wife of the Baptist pastor. Somebody they go to a bowling alley, so somebody comes by and they sit down a tray of beer bottles right on where at the table where she's at, and she immediately says, "Oh no 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 no, we can't do." It. And so she picks them up. Well, as soon as she picks them up and starts walking, they shine the dance cam on her and put put her up on the screen, and she's sitting there holding all the beer bottles. Hey, that's funny. And there's two people from her church that are over on a bowling lane and they see her and they immediately pick up their phone to call somebody. So very stereotypical Baptist. Sure. You're not supposed to drink and be seen drinking and acknowledging. Yeah, the scene I love from that was when they're in the ladies meeting and she's kind of like drifting <laughs> off as the, off. As the yes. holier than thou ladies talking yes. and the other girls texting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty. F- so you haven't seen I, it? No, no, I, I need to. Your I kids would probably, you know, it's all filmed here in Birmingham. actually It's all it filmed somewhere. here in Birmingham. Really? The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's, so, that's like, impressive. there's scenes um, driving down the interstate. You can see all the, you know, the, it's, it uh, was pretty cool. What's it called again? Mom's not out. Mom's not out. Mom's not out. Oh, okay. look, and that's a great. Hey, hey, Janet, I've got a movie to watch. Well, she's already seen it. Yeah, she went. Yeah, she would probably watch it again. Is my okay. point, and you'll get points because you're bringing home a movie. For, anyway, all right, real quick, real quick before we, oh, real quick. But the holier than thou lady yeah. in that movie, while she was crass and she was quote unquote over the top. She was still had again more subtlety than girlfriend and God's not dead. I think if you played God's not dead girlfriend like the lady mom's not out, I don't have that same pushback on girlfriend. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. By the way, to illustrate the Nativity Story 2006 movie, pretty good movie, pretty good Christian movie. Okay, a fairly accurate rendition of uh, the Christmas story. It's got a 6.7 on IMDb, uh, which is as as you say, not not bad at all. It's it's professionally done. Um, have y'all said, seen Mel Gibson's good. Jesus movie, Passion of the Christ? I have. Oh yeah, yeah. I, the, but see, look, the Passion of the Christ to me, it's it's not a. <laughs> the tapes are making noise. It's They're not alive. a Bernard's <laughs> up there. He's looking through. Oh, thanks, thanks, Bernard. Clean that up. I, I, I mean, I know it's a movie, but yes. to me, it's not a movie. Okay, that is. I don't know hard hitting analysis right there, David. Like it's, it's, I know it's a movie, it's, but it's not a movie. It's meat that's not meat. You should meat. be a movie critic. <laughs> no, to, to, it's not entertaining. Like to me, it shows the story of the gospel. I probably shouldn't say that wasn't entertaining, but it's not for entertainment I'm add purposes. That to the IMDb page. It's not for it's entertainment not purposes. No, you're not going to. Hey, what are we doing Friday night? Hey, let's let's order pizza and watch the Passion of the Christ. With the you're, you're not going to do that. You're going to pull it out once a year. Or whenever to to show it My copy in, is still sealed <laughs> in teaching a lesson, and I think it does a great job. I think it depicts. I've heard people say that it was too gory. I think maybe you you have that criticism about it, uh, but I don't have an issue with that. It's a good movie. I think it overemphasizes the physical suffering of Jesus, which in my mind is the minor part of the story that his his taking of the wrath of god for my sins 
the, the wrath of God was poured out on Jesus for my sins and for your sins. Totally, agree. that's the major part of the totally. story. But how do you and show I, that in a movie? I yeah, that's you know I so I don't know how to show that in a, in a movie. That was a gut wrenching movie. I, I'm not saying I don't I'm not a, I don't like it. See, I've, I literally have never seen it, but oh, it's, the, the it's, clip, it's hard to watch. The clips I have seen of the crucifixion are poignant to me because, and I, I respect your your statement there about the wrath of God is it is more than the physical, but I don't think we in this life can understand that, but we understand Agreed. physical pain and and that glimpse of it, and then to know what he went through emotionally, mentally. Inside in in that rather, I think that glimpse opens it up, and I think I, it does. I, yeah. I think God used the movie. I, yeah, I agree. I tell you what, one thing I'd love, I would love to hear a discussion in the Hall of Dogma, or your tweets, or your posts on our Facebook page, or even your emails or voicemails or whatever. I would love to hear you guys out there in the Hall of Dogma land uh, listening to the show, your take on what are the, what are the best Christian movies. Do you Sounds agree like with our analysis, fun. that sort Sounds of thing? Sounds like a bad um, video game, Hall of Dogma land. I like that idea. Hey, all right, do this. I know you got one more or another story, but just like 30 seconds. Last secular movie you saw. Just oh, name it. Last secular movie you saw. Was it any good? Uh, okay, I've got to think about this for a second. Um, you tell us yours while I... I my last one I saw the other night, we uh, saw Nonstop with Liam Neeson, where he is a he is an air marshal, and someone starts texting him on the flight that unless he transfers $150 million into a bank account, um, one person on the flight will die every 30 minutes. And the guy's on the flight, whoever's texting him, and he has to figure out among the hundreds of people on the flight who's texting him and who's killing people on the plane. Oh, my. It's good. Was it pretty good? I liked it. I like Liam Neeson. Uh, look, my wife said, you know, she read me the description. I said, Liam Neeson tracking someone down, you sold me. Yeah. He can do that. He <laughs> can do that once a year in a movie, and I'm, I'm going to buy it. Your wife said that? That's pretty cool. No, my wife read <laughs> oh, me the description, yeah, I was and say, I okay. said that. Now, my wife liked it, too. Okay. So that was mine. I think the last movie I That's saw was good. X-Men Origins Wolverine. I haven't seen that. Dude, um, how in the world? I haven't seen I mean, I've um, seen it before, but that's the most recent one I've seen. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I, I like Wolverine. I, I like comic book movies. I like the whole Marvel thing. Uh, it was a lot of action. Um, it was a fine movie. Not great. Not bad. I've not seen any of the uh, X-Men well, series. See, I, 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 love the, I grew up loving the Avengers, but I was always more of an X-Men guy. Your, your dream is to have Wolverine-like... Yes, it is. Claws. And, and it, it is a, a constant disappointment in my life, almost to the point of having to seek therapy that I have not yet grown adamantium claws. You would not use them for good. I wouldn't, but I want them still. <laughs> still, I want them. Maybe one day I'll be mature enough to be entrusted with them. All right, Nick. Can you remember? I can't remember. I rented In Time with Justin Timberlake, and I rented two more movies. Did he just oh. say that he rented a movie? Starring Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I did. It was. A, it's That's a weird, weird. premise. So, okay. what has happened is, uh, time has replaced currency, and so people are born with these genetic clocks. And um, to to buy a cup of coffee, you give them four minutes of time. 
Oh my! It's wow. weird. It's weird. And so the the premise was always interesting to me. Um, and so it was at the library. But actually, the last movie I watched was a movie called Trouble with the Curve, um, starring Clint Eastwood. Um, actually, Justin Timberlake was weird, and Amy Adams. Um, hey, well, and, we didn't know you were a uh, I fan. Didn't, I didn't either. Cause Amy I didn't Adams. He was in it. Good actress. I don't know what that means. I'm just saying, Amy Adams is a good actress. I think he means he doesn't know what it means the way you pointed at him when you said Amy no, I was Adams. Just, I was being emphatic. Amy oh, Adams is a good actress. Okay. Uh, I will say, if, if people are looking for these for movies to watch, uh, Clint Eastwood has some very grumpy old man language in it, but it's actually a pretty cool story if you like baseball movies. Um, and on a, on a show note, and move on to the – because sure. I think we got time to do one more Hall of Dogma segment uh, story. But while you're doing that, show note to a manual. I'm going to need to get a picture of Nick in a smoking jacket standing next to Justin Timberlake. If you could get that and post it in the hall, I would appreciate it. Yeah, that will be our – could point, be cover point. art maybe. <laughs> By the way, I just need a smoking jacket in general. Where do you get one of those? A manual? Uh, Can you help us? Okay, maybe so. Uh, real, real quick, just to kind of wrap up the last thing, I, I saw the worst movie ever on IMDb, and it made me laugh because I had given Kirk Cameron such a hard time. I absolutely still plan to watch Saving Christmas, and I hope to have some of the kind of uh, inspiration that Brad did was to take some of those symbolisms and research yeah, more. Yeah, so, me as well. There I want to see it. Um, all right. Do you want to point to a post from Chris? How do y'all Suskin? Say? Nope. Suskin. Stuttered. Oh, stud. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Sorry, Chris. Um, he's going to do a study on biblical discipleship. Uh, he said he will post it when finished, but interested in people's thoughts before he looks at it properly. And so uh, if you're listening and you're in the hall or if you're listening and not in the hall and want to comment, um, Chris has been one of our, our kind of go-to members for a while now. And so want to definitely kind of encourage him in that. Uh, pray for him as he's doing it and, and kind of throw some information his way. Um he also had an interesting post this week um, trying to open up Pandora's box that is Calvinism versus Arminianism. Um, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, he, oh, is that the ones about the doors? The doors, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's an interesting doors you walk through. Um, that was good. I'll actually, I'll actually throw it to you guys. You can pick uh, Texas Church accused of refusing to bury a member because she didn't attend while in I wanted a coma. That's uh, <laughs> from Chris Land. Uh, Tony Vance, advice to young pastors from the Gospel Coalition. Or uh, Brad again, 13 memes portraying Santa laying down the smack. Um, I'll say this. Some of the stories that get posted in the Hall of Dogma make me want to us start a reality show where we're like the church police or something like that. And we hear these stories about the churches in Texas that won't, won't bury like yes. some poor women in a coma. And we go in and we just bust up the place, right? And, what kind of and weapons preach do the we gospel. Have? I would say like medieval type weapons, like a, a mace or a flail or a morning star, a halberd. I want a right, here's what we needed. It we need someone out there. I don't know who could do this. That's listening in in um, the Hall of Dogma land. We need. What do we call people who listen to the show besides listeners? Let's, I don't no. know. We need like a. We need a name, don't we? Yeah. Anyway, we'll work on that. Um, so, but we need we need someone who who can do like videography. Because we need to do some skits of the Gospel Friends. No. Yeah. No. I think we we need to do some skits of the Gospel Friends, and like oh, this, boy. that could be something that we do. We could act out some of these stories. That's that's a, that I would like, be great. I like yeah. that idea. Kind of like a recreation yeah. in a tr- crime drama <laughs> oh, or something. You could epic. be you could be the pastor of the yes. church who won't bury the lady because she hadn't tithed or been there or whatever it was in a yeah. while. And Hello, this is Reverend Marsh. Oh, no. You know, she has not been here the last 14 years, Mr. 
Johnson, and I'm just afraid we're not going to be able to accommodate your request for burial today. That's good. Now you hang up, and as soon as you do, like you hear a knock, and it's Nick at the door. You're right. And then, and then, and, and I'm behind him, and Nick and I bust in. And you're like, in. Nick, get the tables. Yes. And that's what okay. I'm saying. Well, like, we come in and just beat the stew out of you. I'm okay with this. Like in, like in like a, you know, grace and truth kind of way. Yeah, yeah. And then. More truth, though. And then we, you know, tell you, bury this lady or we'll be back. I like I like that. I kind like that. That's it's really dramatic. Our tagline could be something like God gives the grace, but we bring the truth. You know, <laughs> something sinister like that. Entitled. Entitled. <laughs> okay. People you can make you can make too little of church membership. I think that. In I the New agree. Testament, there is a belonging, even though I don't think the word, you know, you're never going to find the word membership. Or the, the third letter of Paul to the Thessalonians <laughs> I mentioned earlier talks about okay. it extensively. Okay, well, besides that letter. Face okay. palm. So you're, you're but, but the, there's a belonging in the New Testament because, like, for example, you, you know, one of the church disciplines or one of the disciplines that a congregation would use against a member would be setting them outside the fellowship or removing them. Well, you, Unless there's a belonging, you can't do that. You can't right. be removed from something that you never were a part of. So there's a belonging there. But churches make too much of membership. I hear all the time, and I, I hear all the time, is churches that, I mean, even more subtle things like, um, well, you can't serve here on one of our teams unless you're a member. Well, I have a real issue with that. Uh, you know, I, I don't have a problem with people getting to know someone before they let them serve. But ah, making church membership as a requirement for someone to use their gifts that God has given, that's not really our place to do that. So I, I don't know. I have, I have a personal issue with that. And then extreme cases like this where you make church membership and being a person in good standing of membership before you can get buried out back. Well, I think she was a member. She was a member, but hadn't been there, hadn't tied or something. She was in, in a, a coma, but she hadn't been there. She was in a coma. <laughs> That's a pretty good excuse. But they didn't. They did not bear. They not. They didn't bury her because she hadn't been there in a while. That's why they. Yeah. Bury well, her. I, I, look, I get it. I think it's. You're ridiculous. saying that you're saying that she hadn't been there in a while because she was in a coma. Well, she had a good excuse for not being there in a while. You don't withdraw membership or you, something you, like that. That's ridiculous. You fell into a coma during staff meeting earlier today. I was just pretending. Yeah. It was an uninteresting part of staff meeting as well. Hey, we lost Nick. He's also no. I'll check on the New England Patriots game. They're uh, they're down. So you're very interested point. in this um, church membership discussion. He oh, seems sure was on going. the edge of his seat. Do you have anything? To hey, add do y'all think Tim Tebow's dating Janet Duggar? Well, <laughs> thank you, Nick. That's going to be the topic of our next show, as you well know. Gospel uh, Friends episode twenty nine. Tebow Duggar. You heard it here first. But oh well, Jenna spoiled that. I don't understand why Jenna. I, I, I tell my wife this all the time. I don't understand why she's not I married. Completely. I don't understand why she's not married. Really? Oh, oh please, let's it's, not. That's not a proposal, is it? I'm married, and I'm not okay. Mormon. Okay, good, good, good on both counts. I'm saying I just don't understand. She's the oldest one, I think. Yeah, she's very pretty. She's. I think she's. Maybe God has a gift of singleness, David. It's not Jenna. It's not Jenna. It's Jessa. Jessa. It is Jessa. Yes. No, Flip it's not. Coin. It's not Jessa. No. Roll the dice. I think it is I mean, Jessa. No. There's enough kids the that you're going to get the name close. Oh. Well, I look, I don't watch the show. I, I do know who Tim Jana Tebow is, is Jan- though. Are Jana Duggar and are Jana and Tim Jana, J A N A, yes. Thank you very much. No, I think the article pointed out that it 
had something to do with the tithes of the of her, and I just that the family could have paid tithes while she was. Yeah, see, this was a story. This was a thing someone came out trying to say they, you know, that Jim Bob was trying to get them. Well, I understand. Uh, Tim Tebow's rep says they've never even met. Interesting. See, with the church membership thing, though, I, I actually kind of don't agree with you on the... <laughs> what is he doing right now? I don't know. Well, I was wondering why we're talking about Tim Tebow and uh, and Jana Duggar. That sounds really tabloid well, I don't know why we're tabloid-ish. talking about Tim Tebow, whatever you Did just I said. Tim Tebow and Jana Duggar. Are, are we a tabloid show now? The church membership thing does not bother me as, nearly as much as it does you, because why are you going to put people in positions of influence and people associating them with your church if... You don't have a relationship with them enough to be able to say that you know them well enough to trust them with influence over your congregation. Well, I believe he he's not necessarily saying a position of influence. I believe my brother here would require membership for a position of influence. You meant a position Somebody to sing of on the worship service. Team? Somebody right? to sing on the worship team. Somebody to clean the toilets, perhaps. <laughs> As, look, as long as they do it barehanded, David, do I don't care who does. To be to serve in an office, which I I think two offices there, elder or minister or deacon, uh, deacon minister, same office. Yes, I think you should join with the fellowship at that point. Absolutely. But to You're, say to say someone needs to, you know, some yeah, to say someone can't sing on the praise team, or to say someone can't, I'll, I'll even say to say someone can't, um, you know, well, you could say keep nursery, but you know, teach a Sunday school class or something. I don't. No, I don't under. Hmm. My answer to that is because the Bible doesn't make that a requirement. I have an issue with making that a requirement. That's, yeah. that's you want to be careful about adding to the law. I think one of the reasons why the uh, Acts sixteen decision was met with so much joy by all of the churches is there was not very many rules in it. Yeah, the uh, uh, the decision of the apostles' council. So, Tim Tebow church membership, Jana Duggar toilets, Christian movies. Uh, uh, wonderful games, cassette tapes. Cassette, name that, name that sermon. It has been quite a show, fellas. The, and, one of and, one and, of our best. And, and to sure. point out, we had no document at all for this episode, and we were able to pull this off. You, sir, I've got a screenshot. Sadly mistaken. This <laughs> is otherwise. So, we are we going to prepare for next week, or let's see what kind of feedback we get. I'm a little scared of feedback from this show. Really? We'll just say thank you for your grace and your kindness, uh, dear listeners, and next week we will be more prepared. And maybe David will make the show document so that he'll be able to find it. Um, Nick just Nick tweeted a picture of me out. Oh, that's when I was doing my spirit, my spirit fingers. Yeah. All right, so uh, Chris Suskin. Thanks for all of the uh, fine shout outs, shout, shout outs on Twitter this week. As uh, yeah, thanks, brother. I he think he was kind shouts of out part of the show. That's yeah. awesome. Michael Woodard, we uh, appreciate Michael tweeting us this week and let us know there might be a time period somewhere in the future where he would be in our area and might come join us at the HOD. Do we trust him? Cool. Do you think he's like a who's uh, this? Yeah, he's fine. His tweet said, "I'm not crazy," so I, I think well, it's fine. it checks out. It's gotta yeah. be. Uh, Funky Stick Man caught up on some episodes this week. Gave us a lot of great comments. Thank you, Jeff, uh, about those. So we, uh, yeah, we we forget uh, we forget. <laughs> we thank you for that. Ah. So I was just trying to, um, I was just trying to kind of look through some of the uh, this is Twitter mentions since we failed you know, to prepare. Failed to prepare adequately. 
Funky Stickman said he'd volunteer as a fill-in replacement, but uh, he doesn't have a podcast voice. Well, that is obviously important for this show. Is it not, gentlemen? Mm. Look, I can't use <laughs> Did my you podcast. Just go, sweet, mm? sweet podcast voice. <laughs> have you been reading Emmanuel? <laughs> have you been reading? I expect a response to that. Have you been reading Nick Jenkins' Guide to? I have, and I am now at level eleven. Contact, contact info and dating. And folks, if you enjoy the show, you can get in touch with us also at two zero five five seven five nine seven three five. Hey, or, hey, Lisa. I was just, I was kind of wondering if maybe you would like to do some kind of, <laughs> maybe, maybe sometime we'd like to do like a voice correspondence. Or maybe go to a Star Wars movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's th- gonna be the most interesting on. edit when neither of y'all appear on the entire show. Don't come over and look that will at be some, a good one. I got some comic books we could look at. <laughs> Or perhaps we could play a game of D&D. <laughs> and that's it for episode 28. I want to just point out, I need to find the picture of Chase showing it up to a date with Janet with a brick that he assures me was a cell phone. Anyway. Oh, that what? is a great picture. That needs to be tweeted out. I've got to find a copy of that. Yeah. I, I ended the show a few minutes ago. This is, this is, the rest of this is just episode, episode you know 2A. Show? <laughs> Dang. We are out. Grace and peace. Goodbye. Oh, my gosh. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine.